Welcome to Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a radio ministry of the Institute for Creation Research. In this program, we want to encourage you in your Christian faith by showing how scientific evidence supports the Bible, particularly the Genesis account. The book of Genesis lays the foundation for all matters addressed in the rest of the Bible. The nature of God, His sovereignty in creation, man's purpose, sin, marriage, family, and why we need a Savior are all introduced and explained in Genesis. When we see that the first and most foundational book of the Bible can be trusted in all matters, including science, it builds confidence in the rest of the inspired Word all the way to Revelation. I'm Frank Sherwin, and today we'll be talking about marvelous molecular machines. We've seen in museums, textbooks, magazines, and in our biology classes that all life is made up of cells. Inside these cells are very sophisticated processes that are associated with tiny, submicroscopic molecular machines. Just how complex are these machines? And what does the Bible have to say about design? Join us on today's show of Science, Scripture, and Salvation to see how science and the Bible agree. The book of Romans, chapter 1 and verse 20 states, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so they are without excuse. And so the Apostle Paul is telling us today that God's creation, even though it's been corrupted by sin, is clearly seen, and certainly we can appreciate that in creation science. Indeed, science is the search for truth, the effort to understand the world, according to the late Linus Pauling, a two-time Nobel Prize winner. He admitted he showed that science is the search for truth, and certainly we as creation scientists see God's creation around us constantly and attribute that to the Creator. God has given us tools for inquiry, such as logic and observation. So much of what we call empirical science is nothing more than observing a phenomena, observing an event or a creature. And logic dictates that design means a designer. Creation means a creator. And so the question today is, is it really possible to talk fairly and honestly about scientific evidence for creation? Certainly, we would agree that, yes, it is possible to talk honestly and fairly about the scientific evidences for creation, as the Apostle Paul mentioned in Romans chapter 1 and verse 20, that God's creation is clearly seen. So, living things clearly look like they were designed. So, how do evolutionists know that they were not designed? The fact is that the three-pound human brain is the most sophisticated accumulation of matter in the known universe— Clearly, design means a designer. And in the book of Psalms, chapter 111, verses 2 through 4, the psalmist says, The works of the Lord are great, sought out among all them that have pleasure therein. His work is honorable and glorious. He hath made his wonderful works to be remembered. And so as we look at the world around us, we give glory to the Creator, not the creation, as the Apostle Paul mentions in Romans chapter 1. For example, if we look at Mount Rushmore, we obviously see these four chiseled features, these four individuals, presidents in Mount Rushmore. We would not attribute that to time, chance, weathering, and erosion. 
we would certainly see that creation means a creator and that design means a designer. In 2016, it was just recently discovered that eyes of moths, the common moths that fly around your lights, creates sheets of graphene. That's a compound that's very sophisticated that biologists claim is the most light-absorbent material ever made. One evolutionist said, and I quote, we realize that the moth's eye works in a particular way that traps electromagnetic waves very efficiently, end quote. Certainly amazing evidence of design, even in the common moth. Everybody's seen jet engines before as they hang on to the pylons of jet aircraft in military and also in commercial flights. But the jet engine, of course, is not put together by time and chance and natural processes. But it has three parts, a rotor, a stator, and rotary bearings. As a matter of fact, molecular planetary gears are designed by researchers and technologists using that same kind of idea, rotors, stators, and rotary gears. An evolutionist said in the late 90s, some enzyme complexes function literally as machines and come equipped with springs, levers, and even rotary joints, end quote. And so we're finding as we delve into the living world that there are actually machines that are inside of our 70 trillion cells. You are kept alive by nothing less than trillions upon trillions of real mechanical rotary engines spinning up to 30,000 revolutions per minute. These super miniature machines are made of protein and they are found in every one of your 70 trillion cells, tiny submicroscopic machines that keep us alive. And certainly, again, this shows that design means a designer and creation means a creator. We cannot help but stand back in amazement and awe at what the Creator has designed when it comes to our working human body with all of the 11 systems working in perfect harmony that maintains what we call in zoology homeostasis. Truly, God is a wonderful designer. We're going to take a short break, but when we return, I'll talk more about marvelous molecular machines that God has designed. Stay with us. From sharks to butterflies, bats to orangutans, we can't help but marvel at the stunning and amusing creatures God has made. If you and your kids enjoy learning about animals, then you'll love our book, Guide to Animals, with its beautiful full-color images and fascinating facts. Published by the Institute for Creation Research, Guide to Animals provides answers to many popular questions about the animal kingdom. How do chameleons change colors? How do jellyfish live without a brain? And what happened to the dinosaurs and other extinct animals? Guide to Animals shows how everything that can slither, crawl, soar, or swim displays the handiwork of God. Order your copy of Guide to Animals from the Institute for Creation Research by calling 800-628-7640 or visiting icr.org. That's 800-628-7640 or visiting icr.org. Welcome back. We're talking about the marvelous molecular machines that God has designed. You know, when you look at some of the large gears that we see in factories or the smaller gears that we see in the old-time pocket watches, the message is the same. 
Design means a designer. Creation means a creator, especially when it comes to these gears and how they mesh with each other. Well, a British scientist several years ago used a scanning electron microscope to look at the leg of a plant hopper nymph. Now, a scanning electron microscope is a very sophisticated tool that is used to look at the very, very small, either of something living or dead. And scanning electron microscopes magnify thousands of times. This particular researcher took a plant hopper nymph and looked at the legs of the plant hopper nymph and was amazed at what he saw. He said, and I quote, what we have is a prototype for incredibly small, high-speed, high-precision gears. And so these high-speed, high-precision gears look very much like the gears that we'd see in a factory or a pocket watch, gears that intertwine with each other so exquisitely, so beautifully. Certainly, this is evidence of Romans chapter 1 and verse 20, where Paul says that God's creation is clearly seen. If we look at the very, very tiny world inside the cell, we find that cellular processes are designed to work with very, very small protein-based machines. Back in the year 2000, an evolutionist said, and I quote, If you could build a motor one millionth of a millimeter across, you could fit a billion, billion of them in a teaspoon. It seems incredible but biological systems, and by that he means people, already use molecular motors on this scale, end quote. And so what he is saying is that we have molecular motors inside of our cells that are impossibly tiny. If you were to look at the edge of a dime, you would see that it is approximately one millimeter in thickness. And yet these molecular motors inside of your 70 trillion cells are one millionth of a millimeter across. Certainly amazing design construction. Inside of your cells is a series of highways going through your cytoplasm, that is the interior portion of the cell. There are actually highways made of protein, and on these highways are motor proteins carrying containers, bags, if you will, of material going from one side of the cell to the other side. And it is a very, very complex process. Jonathan Wells in 2014 said to visualize it on a macroscopic scale, in other words, these tiny uh, proteins that are found inside of your cell, imagine, he said, a microtubule as a one-lane road inside one of your cells. And certainly that is a good way to view, to image these kinds of processes occurring in our cells. Special proteins are moving along that road the equivalent of 200 miles per hour. The cell's interior is very crowded, making this even more remarkable, like a truck going 200 miles per hour through a traffic jam. And this is occurring day and night throughout our lifetime in virtually all of our 70 trillion cells. How amazing! Well, we've all heard of DNA, that very special molecule of heredity. It's the most conservative molecule in the known universe. And as the Vanderbilt University Medical Center said in 2006, it seems to be the work of an accomplished sculpture. And certainly we would agree with that. Design means a designer. And when we look at the DNA molecule, we see exquisite design. 
And that's the problem because we are being subject to mutation rays of one form or another coming in through the sun. The sun is forming mutations, but God in his infinite wisdom has designed special proteins that are going up and down your DNA looking for genetic mistakes called lesions or even mutations, finding those mistakes and repairing them. This too is going on 24 hours a day, seven days a week in your 70 trillion cells as these tiny machines made of protein are looking for mistakes in your DNA and repairing them constantly. We can only step back in amazement and give glory to the Creator for what He has done. Thank you for joining us on Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a radio ministry of the Institute for Creation Research. That's all the time we have for our program today, but we would love to connect with you through our website at icr.org. For over 45 years, ICR has equipped believers with evidence of the Bible's accuracy and authority by showing how science supports the Genesis creation account. Our scientists research the evidence for creation and communicate their findings through books, articles, DVD series, and conferences. Please visit our website at icr.org for more information about the latest scientific discoveries, to subscribe to our free magazine and devotional, and to locate our next creation conference at a venue near you. All of this and more at icr.org. If you've enjoyed this podcast, subscribe to Science, Scripture, and Salvation on iTunes. Also, do us a favor and rate and review the show so that more listeners can find us. Thanks for listening, and God bless.